In the age of technology and the internet, there are those who basically claim to have made contact or captured signals from what they believe to be alien intelligence. Audio recordings, photographs, and especially video footage have racked up millions of views, as well as a belief that what they are looking at is indeed real. Unfortunately, extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. Therefore, institutions such as NASA have been developed to investigate the neighboring planets of the cosmos, and scientists have been recruited to examine mysterious entities under a relatively new study of ufology. Using the technological hardware at our disposal, we are able to travel to the outer limits of space, orbit the Earth with remarkable satellites, and examine planets such as Mars and Jupiter, a feat that very few would have contemplated just a few generations ago. Making strides in the advancement of interplanetary expedition, as well as the discovery of newly formed stars, is certainly a worthwhile mission. However, what if one of the greatest mysteries of our lifetime was already seeking to make contact with us here on Earth? In this video, we will investigate the strange events that took place in the Australian outback in 2018, when a young, aspiring student detected abnormal sounds from the deepest depths of space. A discovery that would excite and confuse a number of scientists to this very day. Could it be that cryptic radio waves were being generated by an alternative life form from another galaxy? What exactly were the sounds, and why were they so baffling to scientists? And what alternative explanations could there be to try and make sense of something that clearly has us all questioning the possibility of contact with alien intelligence? Join us as we tune into this episode of Destination Declassified. When it comes to searching for UFOs, timing is everything. Some people spend their whole lives searching for evidence of aliens or unidentified objects in the sky. Whether it be a hobby or a job, the chances of finding any viable signs or confirmation is normally slim to none. However, one evening in early March 2018, a young doctoral student from Curtin University chose the perfect time to operate the Murchison Wide Field Array Telescope. The large mechanical structure, which is located in the outback of Western Australia, Tyrone O'Doherty would detect and record a large celestial object which appeared to be discharging massive bursts of energy. A recording that had never been seen in the history of astronomy and physics. Tyrone's original intention was to map out radio waves across the universe using the low frequency radio telescope when he happened upon a spinning space object that was emitting radiation on three occasions every hour. Watching and listening in disbelief, O'Doherty would soon learn that during these intervals of sound, the mysterious vessel became the brightest source of radio waves viewable from Earth. Primary investigations were able to source the vessel's origin to January of the same year, where it first appeared and emitted the strange recordings. It then disappeared for over a month, before eventually returning to frighten and amaze the young student. During each of the 30-day cycles, the emissions appeared on time and on schedule, However, strangely, it did not appear in any of the recordings from the previous five years, nor had they emerged in the subsequent four years that followed. 
O'Doherty would proudly declare in an interview with British scientific journal Nature that it's exciting that the source I identified last year has turned out to be such a peculiar object, and that MWA's wide field of view and extreme sensitivity are perfect for surveying the entire sky and detecting the unexpected. For Tyrone and many others, unexpected was the perfect word used to describe the event. Natasha Hurley-Walker, an astrophysicist and author at Curtin University and member of the International Center for Radio Astronomy Research, became the chief investigator on the matter and would be just as shocked at those who discovered the anomaly in the first place. Hurley-Walker and her team decided to retrace the steps and accuracy of the MWA telescope to identify and record the radio waves that were reported, as well as those from earlier that year. 71 pulses were emitted with the same force and intensity in January as they were in March. To try and describe the emissions that baffled the students and interested the physicists is a little tricky, but can be relayed as follows. The powerful bursts of radio waves in question are a peculiar aspect of numerous transient celestial objects. The extremely powerful torrent of galactic nuclei have never been so powerful, at least not on record or in modern history. Therefore, we did not expect to find anything so bright, said Hurley Walker during a press conference. Spurts of highly impressive waves were logged every 18 minutes over the course of a few hours, each and every time. Such periodical transmissions were described by the scientist as unusual, that has to their knowledge not been observed previously. The team at Curtis University would name the object Gleam XJ 162759.5-523504.3 and was eventually located approximately 4,000 light years away from Earth. During the press conference, Hurley Walker would state, without fear or criticism, that the brightness here is really crazy, really extreme. The pulsations seem to generate and carry a rhythmic transmission between 30 and 60 seconds, once every 18.18 minutes, becoming brighter and audibly detectable before reducing in scale and disappearing. Objects that turn on and off in the universe are known as transients and have been the study of astronomers for decades. The study involves careful analysis of large stars, the process of how and what happens when they die, as well as the fragment residue left in its wake. Gemma Anderson, astronomer at the ICRAR and co-author of the Nature Journal segment, discussed these attributes in relation to the unknown vessel. Most radio objects have a pulse pattern which is much faster, a matter of seconds, before flashing and disappearing out of sight and signal. On the flip side, supernova or active galactic nuclei commonly exude their radio waves over longer periods, sometimes days or months. Therefore, the discharge of this new time pattern of radio wave emission over the course of minutes and hours was something that has never been documented or discussed before. Hurley Walker had to do her homework on the technical aspects of radio wave energies. She states that pulsars spin incredibly rapidly, a mass greater than the sun, a trillion times as magnetic, all trapped in a volume smaller than a city, rotating every second or even every millisecond. This spawns a process known as spin-down luminosity and is transformed into radioluminosity or waves. The pulsars eventually slow down, lose their energy and die. What became so captivating about this particular investigation was the rotation 
being extremely slow. It therefore would have never been able to generate the luminosity that it seemed to be displaying. Anderson focused in on the object itself, claiming that it was extremely bright, but smaller than that of the sun. She notes that the pulsation's power and timescale is evidence that whatever this was, was spinning in the ether, and that its measurement of light proved its possession of a strong magnetic field. Based on this analysis, Anderson and fellow scientists came to the initial conclusion that the object was some kind of neutron star that advertised this heavy field of magnetism. The theory was questioned by astrophysicists, who claimed that such a magnetar could not rotate as slow or shine so bright. During an interview, Anderson would admit that periods of 18 minutes are not normal for generic stars as they would collide into each other or carry into exoplanets, white dwarf stars or black holes. She states that there are no models that produce such bright radio emissions from two objects in orbit, so if it's not orbiting, it's likely rotating. There was a possibility, based on Anderson's magnetic field declaration, that an ultra-long period magnetar could actually be the object in question. A neutron star formed from the core of a dead white dwarf star. Now, if you want to learn more about astronomy and magnetars, we just uploaded a video on that specific topic over on our astronomy channel, Access Astronomy. So check out the link in the description or comment section below to head over to our other channel. It's known that magnetars are generally 20 kilometers in length, produce powerful magnetic fields, and usually beam X-ray transference in short bursts. If this was the case, all scientific institutions and physicists would have agreed that it was indeed one of these powerful stars, that again, had never been seen before in the history of science. So now that the technical side has been theorized, discussed, and contemplated by those working in the field, as well as those at the Curtin University and Murchison Wide Field Array Telescope site, could it possibly have been that which we secretly wanted to be, aliens. Though scientists such as Gemma Anderson and Natasha Hurley-Walker considered the likelihood of little green men trying to communicate with us as unlikely, they cannot and have not ruled it out. However, as the object is generating a wide array of frequencies throughout its rhythmic pattern, the rotation, polarized light emission, and other astronomical characteristics demonstrate a more intellectual proposal of star data than potentially conspiracy theories. Hurley Walker has spent numerous resources, time, and calculative thinking on the radio waves, which were picked up during those hours in 2018, and concludes that there is no decisive evidence to prove that the origin of such waves could generate such power every 18 minutes. It just shouldn't be possible, they should be quiet, states the astrophysicist. The only other logical alternative to make sense of the object is that the magnetic lines somehow managed to get twisted or contorted. At the time, Hurley Walker stated, the neutron star has undergone some kind of outburst or activity that is causing a temporary production of radio waves that makes it strong enough to produce something every 20 minutes. Fast radio bursts, or FRBs, are also relative to the mystery. This type of phenomenon arises when signals are generated through short-lived pulses of radio waves which can be reoccurring, repetitive, or just a single event. Even though the recordings from 2018 detected a continuous rhythm of radio waves at precise intervals, some say this could be a form of FRB, as scientists still have to identify the source of this oddity. The consistent study of radio bursts will hopefully gain more traction 
as it has been reported that magnetars within our own galaxy seem to radiate strange FRBs on a regular basis. Again, head on over to our astronomy channel, Access Astronomy, to learn all about FRBs and all things astronomy. And so we are left with more frustrating questions than answers. Was it aliens? Hurley Walker did have her suspicions when she stated, I was concerned that it was aliens, but it is across a very wide range of frequencies, and that means it must be a natural process, that is not an artificial signal. Looking to the future, the open-minded scientist and her team have vowed to continue their search for unexplained radio signals that emit from space or randomly appear across the galactic plane. Plans are in place to continue using the MWA telescope in the hope that the object returns with new transmissions which we can dissect, compare, and contrast in order to come to a concrete conclusion on what it was that was trying to communicate with us. The team in Australia's end goal is to build a monitoring program which scans the colossal expanse of the Milky Way in real time. This way the timescale from initial reception to full data analysis would be much shorter. By locating the object within a 24 hour time period, the teams would then be able to combine the MWA's high resolution mode with other telescopic hardware such as the Hubble Space Telescope. To determine its origin and activity within three months, as opposed to three years. MWA director, Professor Stephen Tingey, is proud of the achievements made by the telescope and its operators, who have sparked a new interesting debate on astronomy and astrophysics. Even though the archives of data is extremely large, Tingey believes that the key to finding the curious object relies heavily on detailed research and scrutiny of the information that the MWA has already reported. He is confident that this telescope as well as the SKA telescope in Africa, will narrow down the search and eventually locate the signal, something that he claims would be pretty unique in astronomy. In the end, the question as to whether aliens were trying to communicate with us in 2018 is still under debate. Were the radio waves a signal of extraterrestrial intelligence attempting to make contact through a specific, continuous transmission? I guess we will never know for sure. As it currently stands, the broadcast is being attributed to that of magnetars. However, it is still baffling that it was able to rotate and betray a strong magnetic field whilst beaming out signals in such a timely manner. As we continue to make strides in the study of science, planets, and the vast landscape of the cosmos, we will surely stumble upon that which we cannot explain with immediate certainty. However, as time progresses, the opportunities and technical reach that our man-made telescopes aim to achieve will one day answer the call. With great ambition comes great rewards, so it's perhaps fitting to end this episode of Destination Declassified with a quote from the Natasha Hurley Walker interview when she stated, This experience has taught me that it's worth trying out looking at the sky in entirely new ways. You never know what you might find. Thanks for watching this episode. And again, if you enjoy astronomy, then check out our astronomy channel. And as ever, keep searching.